0: DrLisaO.com, click the shop link or click the link below.
1: An Ironic Media Production.
0: Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K
1: You
0: ever meet somebody and you instantaneously feel like you've known them forever? That was this interview. So I interviewed the founders of Keto Mojo. So this interview is called Mr. and Mrs. Mojo. Uh, It's Dorian Gunnow. I slaughtered his name on an interview for our Keto Summit. So it's actually English, and he says it very differently. And Gemma Coaches, which I probably just slaughtered that too. But they were so fun. And you are going to hear their cat meowing in the background here. So we really dig into the meters. You'll hear my story. And you've probably heard me say this a lot. I was just using a random blood glucose and ketone reader. And several years back, I was testing my numbers. And I knew how clean I was eating. And my fasting numbers didn't make sense in the morning. They seemed a lot higher than what they should be for blood glucose for me. And so I knew something was off. And so obviously, I was really kind of questioning the meter. So I started digging into why there could be such variables because, you know, people are taking insulin on those numbers if they're just buying a, a meter from wherever. And I found out that the FDA has a huge allowance on what quote unquote normal could be for their meters. And that's how it led me to Keto Mojo, because they don't follow this huge percentage. They go really strict as much as they can. And when I started testing with their numbers, it was much more reasonable on what I expected to see my body your meter makes sense to check. And then the other issue are ketone strips are expensive typically. And so this is the most affordable meter out there with the testing strips. So I will put the link below that you can get your meters. And that's why when we were talking about testing, you know, why I do test multiple times a day, you know, when I'm going through trying to figure out how my body's reacting in a day. Mind you, I don't do that every single day. I go through time periods, right, where I wanna see how certain foods are affecting my body or how what I did yesterday, or if I've increased my carbs for a day, I wanna see how my body reacts. And it's always interesting because sometimes it'll increase the ketones. It's so funny to see how your body reacts that way. So you're gonna hear this, but it's also a really fun interview. So as you know me, or as you get to know me, I try to have a lot of fun with these. So I'm hoping you're learning in the process. And again, if you ever wanna reach out, Dr. Lisa at Healthy dot com. D R L I S A at Healthy dot com. Or if you want to book a consult with me, bit bit dot ly forward slash Dr. Lisa Consult. So that's D R L I S A Consult. Bit, bit dot ly forward slash D R L I S A Consult. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant you. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Healthy, Vibrant You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Olszewski, and I am so excited to have two guests with me today. You guys probably know them as Mr. and Mrs. Mojo, but here's the reality. Um, <laughs> well, Dorian told me not to say the last name earlier because I slaughtered it as Green now, but uh, with the last name of Olszewski, <laughs> I, I don't like it when people slaughter my name. I've learned to deal with it. So, you guys share your exact last name, how, how, what you told me earlier. Well,
1: we have different last names. I can't oh my lie. goodness. So, talk but, about slaughter. My, my full name is Gemma Coaches, and I can't tell you how, how people end up with like gamma caucus, It's oh, you know, just... like a disease really. My sister is <laughs> streptococcus and uh, yeah, we grew up in Brooklyn. no, <laughs> I'm kidding. But anyway, so yeah. And Dorian is
2: Greno or Gren- Grenouille. <laughs> the frog prince.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's just, I mean, Hey, we'll, we'll just slaughter everyone's last names today here. So you they're go. the founders of Keto Mojo. This is the ketone meter that I use. And I love to like biohack and figure out exactly how my body's, Thank you. how my body's using ketones. And as I just shared with Dorian off screen, I, for a while, this was years ago, I had a meter that I was using and I would take my um, morning numbers and they were like out of control for, I was like, this isn't, this isn't possible. Like this is like pre-diabetic, like this should not be here. (laughs) And I'm like, these numbers aren't right. And so I would change things and just nothing was shifting. And so as I started digging in and figured out more research that the FDA literally allows a 20% like change in numbers of variation. Like that's a big number when you're yeah. trying to figure yeah. out sugar numbers. Right. Uh-huh. So, um, once I got their meter, it was actually like, I'm in the eighties in the morning, which is a lot better than what I ever thought <laughs> because you know, right. I knew. So anyways, there's a whole lot in, in studying or in testing ketones. And so, um, as you guys know, there's three different ways to test ketones, but I'm going to let both of these people talk a little bit about how we test ketones. And then I want to know about how they're, how they started this company. Do you.
2: <laughs> you want me to do the, the ketone um, yeah, question?
0: Yeah. So
2: first of all, there's a lot into um, testing. If, if you actually kind of like take a look at the, at the science that comes on in a little bit, you're measuring about one fifth of a drop of blood and you're trying to get a reliable biomarker every every single time. And the, the little tube that, that sucks up the blood at the end of that, that works by capillary action. It's essentially the atomic attraction of the particles that are causing it to to go up into the tube. It is that small. And then what you're essentially doing is measuring the electrical resistance over a set period of time. So you're basically counting electrons. And from that, you are giving an inference to what your glucose would be. So the the level of engineering that is required to do that is very, very high. When we go and visit with our manufacturer to, to do an inspection, Uh, First of all, we're going to inspect the books because um, all of our manufacturing facilities are FDA certified and FDA inspected and have to be meet to a certain criteria and you do that and you put a special smurf suit on where you got the hood on or rat you got the the whole mask that goes through into there you got the booties that you have to put on you have the gloves that you got on you got the hairnet that all goes on and and you, all you can see is my glasses poking out like that it's um uh, it's not really great for the for the photoshop um, um piece uh, when you come on out, so the level of cleanliness that you need is very important. And so, any contaminant that can get into that manufacturing cycle, or at home, can certainly have an effect. So, always keep your um, uh, your strips um, in a cool, dark place. Make sure they're kept closed. We'll reduce Make the. Make sure your
1: hands are washed, uh, or and also dried. So. No,
2: I've seen people put lotions on, then they're going to do a test, and well, if you've got. You're
1: got- testing somebody- your lotion? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were once testing somebody and her glucose was like 350. And I'm like, Whoa, okay. And then I looked at her hands and they and I had done alcohol swab on her, you know, she cleaned them off, but there was like still makeup on her fingers. And so especially women, you really have to be careful with the makeup because I know that I wash my hands and then they're still it's coming off on the towel. So that that can affect something so small can affect a reading and you're like what is yeah. going on so yeah
2: so there's definitely a thing on choose your manufacturer the sad mm-hmm. thing nowadays is we're seeing um there was a loophole in the fda ruling and so now we're seeing keto meters um uh, creep into the wild west of amazon that are actually um not fda certified and they are actually were originally for bovine um meters which most people oh, don't realise yeah. that the prevalence of diabetes in cattle uh, when you're trying to fatten them up as quickly as possible on corn and sometimes even m and ms and things like that, um they're basically suffering from um, diabetes and ketoacidosis, so cattle get uh, are one of the biggest uh, measurements of ketone strips um, uh, that wow, is out I there idea, right? and now oh. these these are sweeping on in. So I would say to anybody, always ask that manufacturer if they are FDA certified like we are. I'm not going to call them out, but yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think, you know, and also everybody always asks, you know, when do we test? When's the best time to test? How often to test? I think when you're starting out, as you learned, you're learning what, and we learned, you're learning what affects you. Um, I have learned over the years that uh, sugar, alcohols, speckney, even erythritol, stevia really will spike my glucose and my ketones go down. Um, and
2: you actually found, should yeah. sh- showcase a little bit more on those and uh, yeah. electrolyte drinks uh, right. during our fast. So
1: even electrolyte drinks, something like that, too much protein will kick me out of ketosis. So what's interesting about, I think, the journey of your body is that testing allows you to really keep track of what's going on and it changes. Um, I've, am of a certain age, which thank God you can't see on the camera, but, um, <laughs> you know, the older you get, your metabolism changes; everything changes. But what, what I've learned is I, I couldn't, when we first started, what the impetus for the company in a, in a nutshell is, as many people know is, you know, we started keto, we loved it. My God, this is great, but it's so expensive to test. This is really ridiculous. So Dory made it his, his, you know, goal to find a manufacturer. out with a meter that was affordable for everyone so everyone can have better health. Long story short, he lost 47 pounds in like I don't know, two and a half months. I lost like maybe five. And it was just doesn't that how it always goes. Yeah, and we're (laughs) eating the exact same thing. So (laughs) what's up? And his ketones were like 1.5, 1.8, and mine were like 0.2 and 0.3 and you know and it's not, you know, don't get chasing ketones. It's not about chasing ketones. It's Mm -hmm. not a um competition, but it was, you know, in the beginning you're like (laughs) at the end of the day it is. (laughs) I I was devastated. I'm like, oh my God. So what's interesting is we were doing a lot of conferences and I accidentally intermittent fasted. I didn't even know what it was at the time. I just didn't eat for like twenty four hours because we were so busy. And so what happened over I'd say the course it took me about I'd say eight months to almost a year to become fat adapted, right? So I, I was actually in ketosis and burning fat. Then over the next two years, what happened is now my ketones, interestingly enough, sit at about 1.5. That's my average. And I when keep,
2: you used to be 0. 0.3, 4. Yeah,
1: and, and I'm oh. eating almost the same things, but I have a lot more flexibility, which indicates obviously metabolic flexibility. What's mm. interesting when I fast and I'm not sure, sh- I'm, I'm really trying to dig in and, and test and figure it out. That's our cat meow. Um, <laughs> like, Thank you. Last time a dog licked our ears, so it's like a <laughs> Um, Is that my ketones will get up to sometimes 5.56. Wow. And my glucose gets a little low, it's like sometimes 60. So I, I monitor that. But it's interesting because I feel great. Mm-hmm. And so the changes, in, and as Dorian mentioned, what I've noticed is when I'm fasting, I tried some electrolyte drink, just had stevia in it, no carbs. You know, I thought it would be great. My glucose went from 73 up to 88. You're kidding me. My ketones dropped. I mean, they were high, so they were like four. They dropped to 3.3, something like that. And I gave myself enough time to, you know, to have it really set in so
2: and you did that several times it wasn't times. like we didn't it just do it like, like do one it's a one-off oh that must be stevia it's sort of like okay let's do this yeah. test a few times and see and that's how you learn yeah. your bio-individuality so, yeah. you don't just I, mean, I have
1: to be careful yeah. with the, the, the drinks or the the supplements and again um i tried it with the broth and the broth was just fine you know and zero carbs and and you know so it's interesting when you find out what affects you, then you can, you can really make the choices. And for me, my big goal in life is to let people know that the ketogenic lifestyle is a lifestyle, it's not a diet. I've been dieting since I was six. You right. know, I tell this story, my mom took away my Fritos. And that was my first diet. And I hated it. I felt the pride. <laughs> Yet now I'm fasting. And i feel excited and probably mm-hmm. we're a little bit like whoa we're in that r68 <laughs> let's go that's right awesome. yeah um but no we have energy we don't feel hungry it's all a psychological game for me and so we eat so well we drink okay we drink wine mm-hmm. i'm a sommelier i make it my business to test to see which wines are going to work yeah low you know low carbohydrate low alcohol low you know so you can tell Absolutely. we're on a fast because I haven't stopped talking for the past
0: five minutes, right? <laughs> no, that's awesome though. It is. It, it's one of those things, like we had said earlier, so much of it is psychological because Absolutely. back in the day, do you remember like, yeah. Uh, and my audience knows this, like my mom took me to Weight Watchers at like 12, right? So, yeah. I mean, I understand like being on, yep. uh, being, yeah, all of that stuff.
1: Have you done every diet on the planet? Have you Yeah, I really think I did. Diet,
0: I, cabbage yeah, I soup even did, diet. Yeah. I did Atkins back in the day. Right. Thank like, you. you know, and so did all of that stuff, but I've really just been doing paleo. I was doing paleo before it was cool, but I was still always struggling with my weight. Right. But anyways, um, I even did the 10 day lemonade fast. Right. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. But that was the thing. Like when all of my friends would be doing that way back in the day, it was like, don't turn on the TV because you will want to eat the whole time because right. of how they program those commercials. But yeah, right. I hear it. And so it's oh, one yeah, of those things, I, well. like yeah. once you become fat adapted, like you can literally go without eating, without, you know, an issue. Like I did the, I did right. 24 hours yesterday. I pulled that. I, I, I that think, week. You, know, yeah, and
2: we, you know, obviously we're in, in this fasting mode. So we're talking a lot about that. But I think also how being in state of, um, uh, instead of a nutrient ketosis is that you don't get those cravings anymore. People go like, well, how can you not have needed any snacks? I mean, I don't have any oh, snacks. I used to get uh, yeah, I don't get the hungry anymore. That's just when we're we we're, we're eating mm-hmm. keto. Um, none of that exists anymore. And the ability to to maybe do the one meal a day, or maybe I do skip breakfast and then I'll just have a light yogurt mm-hmm. for lunch with some dried pecans on it, maybe a, a few blueberries that are that is in there. Um, and then you know you just do. Uh, it, it's it's a lot easier. You're not on this roller coaster ride of
0: having yeah. to eat six times a day. Right. Because like. your blood sugar is jumping up and down the whole time. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah. it, just being there and measuring, like, like yeah. you said, what you measure, or how did you say that? <laughs> Manage what you measure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and it is, it's, it's determining how your body's reacting to everything, because what happens for me is going to be different for everybody else. And so- right. Um, yeah, so there's not a one size fits all. We all just have to figure it out. And I, you know, love what you say. It is a lifestyle. It absolutely is right. a lifestyle. If we're looking at it for just, Hey, I'm going to do it for three weeks as a weight loss program. We're missing the big picture because yeah. um, it's you'll all these healthy be, habits. Yeah,
2: you'll always yeah. be destined to yo-yo. If you're going to go, Oh, I'm just going to go keto for a while. Um, I, I think that that person who's, who's struggling, you know, Dr. Sivis, um, says, and he talks about the carb addiction and if you think about carbs as being addiction, I mean, I would be like, oh, I'm just going to have one, one cookie with my tea. And, and I, was, I love English biscuits, cookies for, for American. And there was my favorite was this chocolate, um, uh, chocolate hobnubs. And it says on the side of the package, one nibble and you are nobbled. <laughs> of course they knew that you were noveled like that one Now I'll just have the one, co- oh, no, just a second one with this cup of tea. The next thing I know, I pile dried the entire packet of cookies all on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm still hungry an hour and a half later, you know, having consumed nearly eight 900 calories. I mean, it, yeah. it's crazy. And so if you think about it as being a carb addiction and people go, I, oh, I couldn't give up pizza. Or, oh, I could not possibly could have. What if you substitute every carb with the word crack?
0: Right. every
2: carb with the word cocaine or every carb with the word alcohol, then you realize what an addiction mm-hmm. is. And the challenge is breaking that addiction cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've both been through, through the addiction cycle, which is there. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and then sort of, but sort of now it's sort of like, well, no, I, I, you know, when people go, Hey, it's only one. It's not going to kill you. Well, one cigarette's not going to kill me. but I think, after oh, a and while. So- well, go
0: ahead. Yeah, my classic line is you never tell a crack addict or just a little bit of crack. That's it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you don't do that. You don't do that to an alcoholic. Just just want a little bit. Like it's an all or nothing thing. That. And we have to realize what's happening in the brain when we eat sugar. Like it's crazy to see how it lights up for the addictive yeah. portions of the brain.
1: Yeah, and I think so. further to that, what's, I mean, for me, I have to be real careful with the faux carbs. I mean, you know, it's like the 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 cookies, the cakes, the pizzas. I mean, I can eat them. But again, it's 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 more of the psychological fact that oh, I want more of that, so I will end up eating more of a low carb, low carb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then, then I I really should. So for us, what's the most successful is if we stick with the basics, you know, yeah. and stick stay away especially from the sweets, even if they're you know again they're the the erythritols or the stevias.
2: yeah but when we go out to dinner we still like the ceremony of dinner so when it comes to with dessert time uh you know if we're out with other guests you know i'll just go for a coffee with heavy cream and mm-hmm. i go for a glass or a, decaf glass, of or wine. Or a mm-hmm. glass of yeah that's always a great well, dessert. Well, well. <laughs> 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 uh so there is there is that aspect so you know and for me for a, a great dessert might be a um uh, so like it's just strawberries and cream, uh, and that's a very simple one. And actually, wow.
1: that, that's one of the hardest things for with fasting is that, you know, we love the ceremony of the meal. We love um, the e- eating, the actual eating. So when we fast, what we do is we'll make ourselves a little cocktail in the late afternoon of some seltzer and um, um, cider vinegar with maybe a sweet, t- tiny, tiny bit of lemon and maybe even some cayenne pepper. And then um, for for dinner, we'll have a nice bowl of broth and we still sit down together and have a quote-unquote meal. Even you have, you really have
2: the ceremony, ceremony of it. You have the psychology Again, the of psychology it. the of, psychology of, you know,
1: it's not, not so much eating as the ceremony of eating and drinking.
2: But meat. I think that also then falls into those people who are following a, just a ketogenic lifestyle. It's important to um, enjoy uh, the joy of cooking and to sit down with your your family take the time. And, and take that time to, to enjoy it. I mean you know, you know, food is life and it great is. food
1: and food is medicine.
2: Yeah. And, and to our mind, as we look at it, it's sort of like the way that I feel now is so much better than the way of it. When you're in the fog of carbs mm-hmm. and you're in, in that world where it right. is not working and your job is struggling and, and everything like that, you know, when that fog lifts, you know, you, you'll hear it from so many people. Once the fog lifts, it's totally different. But until you experience that the first time, yeah. So the experience with Ketopia, if you will, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's sort of like, but it is, it is, it is really fundamentally um, different. And you're like, ah, and then right. you're like that. Yeah. And that's kind of like where our meter sort of like helps. And when people are first going that journey, they're like, am I in ketosis? Am I not in ketosis? You know, they see them at point one and point two and then point three and then point four, And they're getting closer to that, that, that line, that magic moment yeah. of 0.5 in the bar, as Wallach and Finney say is you're in a state of nutritional ketosis. That's how the, the, um, the meter can help gamify a little bit the journey. And then what also is you get the feedback at that moment, mm-hmm. like what you had the night before, did it have an effect on you? Uh, an hour after eating, did that have an effect on you? Uh, do your dietary choices that you make have a difference? Yes, right. they do. And you can see them immediately.
1: That's, that's something that I think is important. Someone once said to me, well, what if I test my favorite snack or my favorite food. And I find out that it, it kicks me out of ketosis or raises my glucose. And, and I, I get that because you don't want to know, but you do want to know because then you can take that and say, okay, then you are given choices. You have a choice to make a difference. You have a choice um, ahead of you. You're not just guessing that, yeah, I think I'm okay. And then you decide, okay, maybe once a week or once a month, or maybe I know somebody who has wine once every six months or a piece of chocolate, you know, and it's like, I treat myself to that, but I know it and become special. So that's, that's something that I think is really important is that you want to you get gamify it to use your word, Dorian, um, and you want to give yourself choices and options. Oops.
0: I agree 100%. And it's one of those things that um, just to look at, and, and maybe there is a, that favorite food because of the addiction portion of it. Right. Yeah. So, and it's also it's just a whole different way of looking at it. But I've always been that person that says like it's an all or nothing thing, and it's yeah. not like you, when people say oh it's everything in moderation. I'm like oh, because you go back to when we look okay. at it as an addiction, you, you just you don't do certain things in moderation. So, yeah. I love that. What about let's talk about the GKI and um and how they can find that information out too, both on your website and through the app, which I just learned about on the app. I didn't yeah. really. Oh, cool.
2: So, GKI um, first came out from uh, Professor Seyfried uh, and his thing was it's the relationship between glucose and um, uh, ketones uh, in, in that respect. And so, ideally, it was, it was designed originally for cancer therapies, and they would actually be measuring the um, um, GKI on, on mice, actually, believe it or not. That's where it first came out. Then they did it into human models and realized that if you're trying to keep the, your glucose nice and low, and your ketones are really high and so it's looking at both of sides of the picture because if you're just looking at glucose you're not uh, you're not seeing what's happening with the ketones you want the ketones to come on up you want to see your glucose come on down and you need to move that gk ion in and it's also used a lot now in, in the epilepsy um uh, as, as well
1: and i think you know it, it did start with cancer because cancer is is like you know You and I may be doing it for health or for weight loss or some metabolic disorder, but someone who's doing it for cancer or epilepsy or a very um, strict protocol that they're following really needs those parameters because. And what it offers is more parameters for you to look at. You have a ratio of your um, glucose to ketones, so that you know even more information, more options that are put in front of you, and that's. To me, in the simplified form.
2: Of- but I also mm-hmm. like GKI because it's a it's a far more stable number in the morning. Yeah. I do my GKI when I uh, just after I've woken up, about that hour afterwards, mm-hmm. and that to me is a very stable number. Um, and and you can it certainly is. You know, if if we've been drinking a little bit too much too much wine, I'm going to see my GKI pop up over the five. Um, but I'm still in a state of nutritional ketosis. When I'm being a bit more clean on my eating, it's definitely going to come on down into the threes for me because that's that's where and my then, zone is. And then when I'm actually fasting, where we are right now, we're going to deep dip into the ones really, and move along I there. I think it's
1: really interesting in terms of trends, which you can see on the app, you can see your trends for the week. You can see, you know, GKI is a really good um, overview of what was going on. When we fast, it's amazing to see that that slide and that it's really it's gratifying to see the difference and for me visually it's really the graphs and the trends are really important because i can tell when i was traveling i can tell when i'm fasting i can tell when i'm stressed out and then that allows you again to take care of yourself during times when you might be more stressed out or not sleeping or Mm -hmm. you know having
2: yeah I mean, I, th- I think for people, uh, the, especially now, you know, after with all of this lockdown, the amount of stress that people have had in their lives, um, both financially, um, uh, family-wise, um, you know, we're going to see this increase in cortisol. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have seen um, th- this increase in people emotionally eating uh, during this, this, this period of time. And, you know, for us, it, it's sort of like, well, you've got to do this reset. And and we we're very much live it to lead it in ourselves. We're like, okay, I'm gonna need I need a reset. Yeah, we have been drinking too much wine, and we um, uh, you know, we have have had the stress on on that one there. But you you got to get the reset, and you got to find the tools that can help you achieve that. And that right. to me is an, an important um uh, piece is is being able to have the right tools at, at my disposal to be able to to affect change and to know immediately that that change is, is working for you. Yeah,
0: because I'm seeing it with patients. Everybody that's, um, cortisol is obviously out of control for everyone right now, whether we think it's, it is or not. Like somebody turns on the news, it's going to skyrocket cortisol. But the okay. fact is, like we can be eating super clean and doing all of our stuff, but if cortisol is out of control, like, yeah, our weight's not going to shift and we're, we might even see it going the opposite direction. So it is right. nice to be able to measure it all. Um, and the
2: challenge in, in all of this is if you kind of like take a look at, the comorbidities of what's going on that people with high triglycerides or who are overweight or have diabetes that they were three or four times more likely to die from COVID. I mean, to me, that's kind of like the big warning signal saying that guys right. get, get, get your blood glucose down low, uh, get into a nice yeah. ketogenic diet. And you'll have statistically, you're going to be in a much better place. And you know, people go, well, if not now, when you only have to go out buy your <laughs> shopping Of good food, come home and eat good food. You have had the perfect opportunity to effect change in in your life. So that's why we say, if not now, when? Because when else are you going to have this amazing opportunity handed to you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. What an opportunity, right? And that's where I think people don't even realize sometimes that the decisions they're making today is going to impact the quality of their life how many years on the road. Like they, you know, they're like, "Oh yeah, whatever." But the fact is like what you have got on your fork today literally like it's a cumulative effect and it's going to be whether you're 80 and whatever it is, we have the power to change it. And so that's what I've always said, you know, like for me at least I was skinny in my 20s but I was so not healthy right? Because exactly. I was eating the typical American diet, following my Weight Watcher plan, et cetera. Nice. <laughs> right. And it was like, all right, so I've got better health now in my forties than I ever did in my twenties because you, you understand and you can figure out how your body adapts. So I love that. Okay. All right. So let's, it's the new meter that has the app, right? I have the old meter. So kind of uh, all
2: meters that have um, been sold since November of last year um, have Ooh, the built-in, had Bluetooth have, built in. Do you have
1: a Bluetooth meter? Is it Bluetooth or do you have a Bluetooth No, Bluetooth? mine is old
2: school. I don't think it was Bluetooth. We'll I'll have to take yeah, a look we'll, at it.
1: We'll get you.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. So all ones all since November have the ability to have it, but we've been working on a continuous improvement of the um, of the app. We've had about nine upgrades um, since the beginning of the year. And we've got some really exciting stuff that will be happening Cool. Uh, in the next um, uh, thirty to ninety days, um, the roadmap is really, really great. Oh, so um, cool. uh, for for that one, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like building
2: a house. A- app development's is hard. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, it's it's really beginning to evolve into what our original vision of the app um, was. But uh, we're we're pretty pretty pleased with it right now.
0: Awesome. Well, I will link over to your website right below. Um, the podcast here so you guys can scope it out. And like I said, this is the meter that I use, because after using some other ones, and could not figure out why my numbers seemed really ridiculously off knowing what I had eaten. <laughs>
1: there's the reason great, why. You know, some great assets, uh, infographics that people can look at, and I can send you the links to those. Yeah. There's a glucose, optimal glucose ketone chart, which kind of really in a nutshell shows it to you. Also, a glucose uh, GKI calculator,
0: I love um, that, yeah. yeah, that's where I yeah, go to which, to figure yeah, mine out, which
1: is it's really great. I mean, if you don't have the app, which you yeah. should obviously, but you know yeah. I mean there's some really cool assets which we, we're all about information sharing, so our website yes. has become more of a powerhouse of, of recipes and articles and videos, <laughs> and you know how can we get the word out there um?
2: You know, we, we do
1: have the sell a meter, but really, if we didn't have to, I'd be thrilled because it would be just, <laughs> let's share this information.
2: If you, if you actually go to the website, there's more on information, how to's and the recipes and the guides and all of that and the mm-hmm. videos and the rest of it. And in a tiny up in the little corner, it says shop. <laughs> uh, so all it is, is like, look, we're going to give all the information away for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to try and empower people because they're the only ones that can make the change in their lives, yes. just as we did. Uh, yeah. nobody's going to make change you you mm-hmm. have to change yourself uh, and for us the most uh, to me i my, my bigger goal in all of this is i would like to change the farming paradigm globally when we change people's eating habits they will shop the outer aisle they're mm-hmm. going to shop the meat they're going to shop the fish they're going to shop the dairy action they're not going to get that garbage that is in the center yes. and when they do that we will cause a farming revolution across the globe yeah. Because we're going to ha- ask for better quality um, uh, meats that have been uh, done by family farmers in America. We're going to want to have really great vegetables um, that have been um, uh, grown and have healthy fats. And what will happen is that eventually these market forcing functions will change the farming. And then ultimately, hopefully, politically, people will say, hold on, why are we subsidizing obesity in America with the farm bill? by subsidizing corn, soy, and wheat, which right. is driving up our healthcare costs through all of these problems that are caused by metabolic mm-hmm. syndrome. If you review the all-cause mortality that comes on in here, this is key. It is. This is key to ha- be changing, reducing down your health costs yeah. and having a healthy, vibrant life. And you can only do that by empowering people um, to, to be the change in themselves
0: it absolutely is because that 's what we were talking about earlier there was um there's a movie that premiered on this weekend. It was a better way, and so I was fortunate enough to be interviewed for it but that 's where it all comes from is the fact that there's no money in healthy people, so okay. we always have to follow you know follow the dollar signs back, and so it has to come from us by making those changes, and we vote with our pocketbooks. And so if you're not going in to, uh, you know, the medical doctor for all the medications to manage your diseases, because you don't have those diseases because of your conscious choices, it's a whole nother ball game. Right. And if we are making and we're making our decisions at the farmer's markets, we're making our decisions with supporting the local farmers. It's all of that. Our local, you know, I go, I go to my doctor now.
2: It Mm -hmm. does the full um, uh, blood work, blood works, come back, everything. Absolutely. Fantastic. It goes, love it. Love what you're doing come by and see me in a year, or unless you need to see me before. And I don't need to go. I don't get as many colds as I used to. I don't get any more as flus as I used to. Yeah. Um, I, my well being is much better. And it's sort of like, yeah, I actually see my dentist more than I see my doctor. <laughs> How cool is
0: that? That's true. That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Well, thank you too for both of like for your time today. This has been so fun. Oh,
1: cool. This has been very fun. Thank you.
0: I'll post all the links so that everybody that's listening, you can figure out and grab some information from them and grab your, your meter too.
1: Alrighty.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thanks so much.